0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half-Core Podcast. I'm Darwin. We got AV behind it. Nah, shit. Nah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> fuck it man. <laughs> man, we get, we
1: get uh, TikTok viral, and then you fuck up on the next episode. <laughs> oh, Come God, on, man.
0: man. Uh, we got AV over here. We got Marcos. El Pelon. Pelon. El Peloncito, <laughs> you know. But, man, we out here, man. Another episode of The Revamp. And, uh, man, we're loving it. I was excited for this one. Uh, we're going to start off with a couple of topics. So we're going to start talk about the fight, last night's trash-ass fight. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Little Loaded, rest in peace, um, and what's behind the whole situation and a couple of more things. Uh, good thing today, we're going to have a couple of phone calls as well. We're going to try to integrate that from time to time just to get more loose, more familiar with it. But, man, let's get it started, man. Um, how you guys been, man? man grinding like a motherfucker grinding yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. hell yeah man man. so shout out to all the people that's been supporting the movement uh like av said we uh we kind of cracking that little code on tiktok man but uh let's get this started man so let's talk about this fight that happened last night the logan paul and mayweather fight uh apparently there was money like crazy on that fight and it, it was a circus i gotta say it was a circus so, what's your take you, on that, bro? Did you
1: pay for it first and, for, first and foremost? No, but
0: I want my money back. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I want my money back. But, I mean, I think what it, what it comes down to is uh, it's, boxing is, it's not dead, but it's become a business and kind of like a circus. Entertainment? I, I think
1: that about all sports.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, I was bored. Like, I was bored, and I get it. Yeah, like, it's, uh, you know, my weather looked pretty sharp, to be honest. For For the age of 44, he looked pretty sharp.
1: Uh, he was the fattest he's ever been, too, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, he
1: was. Uh, I mean, he didn't even have a mouthpiece. That's how you know like, they weren't even trying to, like, knock each other
0: out or nothing. Yeah. Um, they were just there for that check. They, yeah, they were there for that check, and at the end of the day, it's like... Both of them are winners. I mean, even though it was a circus, I feel like both of them are were winners because they got a bag. I mean, you're talking about a YouTuber that grew up in Ohio. That's and what I'm
1: looking for right now is how much they made. So I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm not texting. I'm not being rude. I'm just no, 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 no.
0: Allegedly, Jamie's looking that up. Allegedly, uh, Logan Paul made 20 million, and Mayweather made 100 million.
1: Okay, so, so that, yeah,
0: they got a bag. I mean, you're talking about eight rounds, less than 30 minutes. Like what? They like,
1: just showed up and
0: they just around. Yeah, basically. yeah, I mean. I think that's disrespectful, just But to that's boxing. what I, right, I think that's the question I was going to ask is like. The, is but, it,
1: but is it? Because Mayweather's the greatest boxer of all time and he agreed to do it. But lately it's I mean, been just he's like. He's just a fucking clown too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but lately it's, it's been like a YouTuber scene. Like it's been like a, a, like, like Jake Paul has been like fighting these retired MMA fighters and, and, and like just. Basketball players And just taking this sport Of boxing as a joke
1: Yeah that's very sad
0: To be honest So as a pro boxer That's putting your life To this sport Do you find it disrespectful?
1: Not when I guess somebody's Giving you a hundred million He's like fuck You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> Man it's crazy It's uh I don't know if uh, Boxing is turning into A shift But that goes back To my old Old Ooh, question Was Darwin right? Is boxing dead? what do you think Of the fight Piloni? Uh, I, didn't, it? I don't
1: like it, to be honest. Did you pay for it? No. Uh, I only watched the highlights on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's how I
0: do it. I was not paying for that shit. I'm sorry. I was not making them richer.
1: <laughs> they uh, they had Money Bag come out.
0: Uh, they had they Money had yeah. and uh, the Migos. That that the, his performance was terrible. Like he didn't even try. That motherfucker. The song already started. He was like, uh, "Oh shit!" I man. think
1: the the from <laughs> what I've seen from what i seen the event was a little unorganized and shit. Like it was all over the place. When Migos came out, the announcers were still talking,
0: and it was just like awkward and shit. Yeah, it was all over the place, and it started raining too. Which- so
1: who, I think the the who. The promotion people is the ones that took that the the W with this whole event because that's pretty. Boxing took a L. The boxing sport of, definitely. The sport of boxing took a L, but the the promoters, that's some next level shit because they had what I when I was watching the highlights, the, it's like the fight and then the ads were in in yeah. the in the basically. Halfway through the fight, mm. you just see an ad and shit. Bro, it's, People in the comments were like, the ads were more entertaining than the fucking fight.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, bro, how much money there is. They're spent a year on advertisement. Like, it's just, to me, it's mind-blowing. Like, you see an ad on Snapchat, you see an ad on YouTube, on your favorite uh, fucking game. Like, it's crazy how these motherfuckers spend all this bread, like, these big companies and shit. And it's just like, that's a priority. Like, the Cash App logo was all over the goddamn ring. And, yeah, motherfuckers got a bag. Must be nice, you know? But um, I think we should just, you know, call our first caller. And, you know, I'm going to call the one and only the the, the meme god, Marco. Uh, This is without the S. Marco. (laughs) Uh, But let me give that full call and see what's good with him. Uh, let me see. We got the. So this is what
1: it says. Mayweather will make $10 million guaranteed just for walking into the ring at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. And he'll pick up 50% of pay-per-view dollars as well as his opponent, Logan Paul, will get 250000 for being in attendance and 10% of the pay-per-view box office for his efforts. So they basically got a check and they got. Uh, Royalties. for all the, from the, Yeah, the pay-per-view. Yeah. Mayweather got 50% from pay-per-view and Logan Paul got 10%. So, yeah, for you goofy motherfuckers that paid for it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Y'all that's, made them rich. That's, that's how that was split. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's get this started, man. Let's, let's call our first caller here. Let's see. Uh,
1: so it was a $49.99 pay-per-view.
0: How much was it? Damn, shit loud.
1: So, they for sure made 25 million off of just the pay per view. He's going to answer?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> He's being a little pudding.
0: Yeah. I'm calling him on my second number.
1: I got two phones.
0: <clears throat> Don't tell me that motherfucker's creating a LeBron meme because <laughs> we, we finna a fight. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, very interesting, and I know his brothers, uh, he's about to fight, Jake is about to fight a retired MMA fighter that's focused more on, uh, um, he focused more is on wrestling and shit, but I think how it's going to go is it's all it's now a business, right, because you have a retired MMA fighter that really can get an opportunity of making money because these yeah. Logan brothers, these Paul brothers, they're are, popping are right they're yeah. popping, right, they're a name and shit, so it's one of those where it's like, all right, most likely I'm going to lose, but I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, am I really going to lose? I'm going to make a bag because Jake Paul's taking this boxing shit so serious that he wants his record to be untouchable, right? So what's going to happen, and I'm going to predict this shit right now, what's going to happen is it's going to be a knockout or knockdown, some kind of thing to make Jake Paul look like, oh, God damn, he's the next one. He's, he's one hell of a boxer. And don't quote me on this shit, because if y'all want to, I'll fight that nigga, too. You know what I'm saying? And I'll catch the hands. You know what I'm saying? So, um, How's your wrist not, good doing, man? Enough to fuck a nigga up. I'm going to say that. <laughs> but um, it's it's definitely, uh, that's how it's going to go. I'm, I'm predicting it right now. That's how it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? So, you need a hug, Darwin? Nah, I'm good. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get it back, too, man. <laughs> that's how uh, uh, the sports is, has turned into. But uh, Well, Marco fucked up. Didn't pick up. Um let's call Slada.
1: Marcos is that type of motherfucker to be trolling on the comments and not answer a phone. Oh, yeah, call. exactly.
0: Exactly. Slaughter from off the hook. Yo. Yo, 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 Slaughter, what's good, brother? It's Darwin from the half court. Yes, sir. What's good with you, buddy? Not much, man. We got the whole squad in here. We got AV. What up? What up, man?
2: Uh, Already? What's good, buddy?
0: Chilling, chilling, man, over here trying to make it happen. Yeah, bro. So listen, Uh, man, we going to talk about this fight. You watched that fight last night?
2: Yes, sir. I did, bro. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. But yeah, I watched
0: the show. Bro, it (laughs) seemed like everybody was on the same boat, man. I was like, I'm not paying for this shit. Like...
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you gotta think though, bro. You you knew it was an expedition match before you knew anything, so you know what I'm saying. I, I think expectations was higher than what you know what I'm saying. Like you, you, gotta already knew what it was from jump. I mean, if you was looking for a championship doubt or something, you was tripping.
0: Yeah, I already knew something was off as soon as they announced the rules. All no winners, and and like it's cool that, that you can allow knockouts and shit. But it was like something already threw me off. So I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to spend money on this pay per view was this uh Man, was this I, an I L for boxing slaughter
2: and, uh, Roy Jones point .2 that's basically what it was Tyson Roy Jones point .2, point two oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah for real I said
2: bro
1: I said uh was this an L for boxing for the sport of boxing
2: Man I won't really say that blue because I mean if if you think about it like Mayweather has been fighting dudes that's not really boxers anyways bro he he's he's figured out a way you know what I'm saying to continue continue going without you know what I'm saying having to really fight somebody so I won't say I won't necessarily say it was a, it's an L for boxing, bro. I just think it's anything. It's more entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? look how many people tuned in, whether you whether you pay for it or not. You still want to see it. So, to me, bro, it's, it's more entertainment. But at the end of the day, like. I can't do nothing but be happy for Floyd because he's at the age he's at, he's still figuring out a way to get his bag. So right, I can't hate on nobody getting their bag. We've been knowing
1: Mayweather's strictly about the bag.
2: He is
0: like, remember when he went to like uh, Japan and fought this uh, undefeated Japanese? Right, he made like in less than a couple of seconds, he made like a. 30 million or some shit like some ridiculous shit like that bro like he he's a genius when it comes to making that money now you know i don't know if it's a hater thing but a lot of people say oh he's making these he's doing these ridiculous fights because he's broke nah
2: he definitely ain't broke man he 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 still i mean here's the thing bro if somebody like him was broke i think honest to god true view would know about it bro mayweather has made so much money in his just his last three fights alone bro he's made so much money so bro nah bro that's ain't no way you could think mayweather's broke mayweather getting he he like he to me he's the smartest dumbest dude alive
0: (laughs) 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 that's hilarious now uh let me ask you this too um like way back i want to say shit probably close to a year ago i said boxing was dead now do you think there's not like a legitimate like opponent for, like, is there anybody out there so to, right to bring the Canelo, sport?
1: Canelo is the one that's running shit, and there's nobody that Canelo can really compete with, right? right? So what Darwin has come to the conclusion of is that boxing might be dead.
2: Nah, I, I won't even say boxing is dead, man. You got, I mean, you think of you got great fighters still. You still got boxers like Bud Crawford. You got boxers like Earl Spence is getting ready to fight Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? Pacquiao ain't no pushover. People people don't realize, but Pacquiao might be old, but Pacquiao still got the same speed and the same power that he's been having for years. You know what I'm saying? So, there's still a lot of great fights out there, and there's still a lot of great fighters out there that, that yet has. But my thing is, is really, to me, what's a downer for me is with all the great fighters there are, it's like they're all avoiding each other. You know what I'm saying? They all fighting. Cat's big. You know what I'm saying? They know mm-hmm. they can beat. Like I want to see like Earl Spence versus Bud Crawford. I, I feel like that's a fight that's past due. There's and, and, and so many others out there that you know I'm saying, are just as good, but I feel like they all run it from each other, even in the heavyweight. Like, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't want to see Fury and Wilder again because we all know Wilder's going to get his ass whooped again. He really ain't no boxer. All he is is a knockout artist. But, you know what I'm saying, you got some up-and-coming guys in the heavyweight division that, that may challenge Fury, but, you know, I, I can't wait to see Fury fight again I like Fury so it's, it's, it's still some good fighters out here
0: yeah and then when I say it's dead I mean in the sense of a cash cow kind of fight you know what I'm saying because I know there's a lot of talented boxers upcoming boxers and and you know the sport is definitely one of my favorites to watch and even perform like I like to practice and, and you know like train about boxing but it's one of those where it's like we're still looking for that you know, big, the next, like, Mayweather when it comes to, like, entertainment and, and actually backing that up with your boxing and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean, because I know Canelo's a, the, definitely the top one, but it's like, who's going to fight him that's going to give us that excitement of,
2: nah, that's real. No, you know what I'm saying? You're right from that standpoint, for sure, but I think that, you know, boxing will never get old, I mean, for a while, USC was, like, the top you know, entertainment boxing, nobody paying attention to it, but like, look now, like, nobody's really thinking about USC. USC mm-hmm. is like, yes, yeah, we're gonna fight still, but ain't nobody talking about USC. I hadn't heard nothing about a good UFC fight in a long right. time,
0: right? And yeah. I, I think it's uh, those that's another one because it's like the main uh guy is your Conor McGregor. like, he's that yeah. cash cow, like, kind of like Floyd in a way, like, everybody wants to see him fight, everybody wants to see him lose, or you know what I'm saying? So it's like.
1: He's, right. a, he's a character and he can fight he's
2: a, he's a villain he's a villain yeah. every sport has to have a villain he's, he's a villain of ufc so you know we all tune in whether we want to see him get his ass whoop or win that's really how it goes like you know you're gonna sell tickets based
0: on that yeah for sure man but yeah man i think uh that's about it what on you think? to the
1: other topic man i think slaughter would be a good person to uh, uh talk about this are you familiar with uh little loaded slaughter
2: Little loaded, man. I, I'm not familiar with anything that he's ever, you know, anything of his music-wise. I just recently just heard about him, like recently, and, and all that stuff. But now nah, I want to. Okay, I well, not even say I know me, anything about him outside of what I heard.
1: Let me give you just a little uh, rundown. Basically, um, he uh, a couple of months back he shot his homie. They were like he he was recording an Instagram video for him, and then uh, uh-huh. he accidentally shot him. So he was fighting that case. And then I guess he found out his girl cheated on him. So that kind of triggered him to uh, pull the plug. So he basically shot himself. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, some words are of encouragement, man, from you to the young to the young people, because you're a wise uh, man of some age. So, uh, yeah, just your thoughts on that.
2: Man, my thoughts on that is you just you never know what somebody is genuinely dealing with mental illness is a real thing and i think in our community you know what i'm saying we we tend to avoid it because a lot of people don't want to talk about having mental issues you know that's like one of those things that you know you hear about somebody having mental issues you automatically assume they need to be in a crazy home or they're just crazy you know what i'm saying but i feel that that's something that really needs to be like brought to the to the the front of of the community, not just the black community, the Mexican community, Asian community, just in general, like that's something that even with the younger crowds, bro. Because I remember when we was young, it wasn't too many people, you know, killing themselves. So mm-hmm. to see younger and younger people like ending their lives, like that's it's just really it's really sad, man. Overall, it's like he probably felt like, man, I don't, I ain't got no other choice, I ain't got no other option. But you know what I'm saying? It's sad that somebody is like. Ready to end it over over that, bro. Especially like over a female. I, I heard that was like the defining factor of him doing it. it. Is like, mm-hmm. damn. The one I thought that was the most loyal to me is 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 key, you know? But you know, his. But to me, he's messed up for having those expectations of thinking somebody's gonna be perfect anyway. So mm-hmm. but ain't no way I'm taking my life over no female doing nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I just think that ain't my style. But you know, you just never know what somebody else is dealing with. So I can't. I can't speak down on them, you know, because what's done is done. But for somebody that may be going through some of the same things, I, I can promise you it ain't worth taking your life. I don't care what the situation is, for real.
0: Most definitely. Yeah, it's one of those um, that is, it, it. it's like he took his, uh, I think he was, you know, definitely battling some demons and shit, but it was uh, more of, like, him dealing with the conscience of him killing his friend because that really can, like, haunt you for the rest of your life like damn like i did like i could have pre- prevented that in so many ways and then on top of that the rumor of your girl and then i mean love just, we seen that, that shit we seen yeah
1: shit can that resume. back to
0: back to back shit that's what it really comes down to and it just like he couldn't handle the pressure and he was like shit like i think sooner or later he was going to go to jail anyways because of that case so it's like he got a lot of shit going on and it just it's one of those where it's like yeah, you have to reach out, man, and you never know what yeah, I, somebody's going through.
1: I like what you said on that, though, uh, Slaughter, about the expectations uh, of, of not to have expectations yeah, exactly. of people like that. I think that sums up on that aspect of that, like with the girlfriends and stuff. Look, just
2: Most definitely. My mindset is if, if, you, if you expect, you know what I'm saying, anything to happen, when it happens, you won't be a surprise. You know what I'm saying? I feel that too many times people put too much faith in others and put too much. You know what I'm saying? Trusting others. But my mindset is I don't trust nobody until you give me a reason to trust you. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like if so many people had an opposite mindset. I trust everybody until you give me a reason about to. And I feel like you're going to be more hurt in the long run having that mindset when you realize, damn, you can be trusted then if you had the mindset. I knew you couldn't be trusted, so I ain't surprised. You feel me?
0: For sure, man. That's, a, That's some gems right there. Yeah, Pay attention, baby. Yeah, for sure, man. Slaughter, I appreciate it, man. We are gonna go ahead and wrap this call up, man. We definitely got to get you back on the podcast, and yeah, we got to definitely holla at that. Uh, go
1: ahead, and, go ahead and promote your business, man. Right quick.
0: Yeah,
2: man. I am off, Mister Off the Hook. Off the Hook More, one two five West Britain Road. That's on Britain and Broadway Extension. If you hadn't had it yet. Pull up and try it. If you had it, pull up again.
0: Man, it's bomb. It's bomb as hell, man. I appreciate you, bro. We'll definitely keep in touch. Yes, sir. Peace, peace. Appreciate y'all, man.
2: Y'all fellas, be safe.
0: All right. Peace.
2: God
0: bless. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Slot from off the hook, man. Gave us some good gems on that topic. It's uh that's a
1: wise wise men right there. Yes,
0: it's definitely an interesting one. Um now uh with that, we're gonna do also that we're already in this topic of, you know, relationships and shit. Um It's definitely a psychological thing I mean one of the most Hard Hardest things And this is You know there's statistics About this shit Is a breakup You know what I'm saying a cheat You know where You know you got your Your little little baby mama And shit, and she cheats on you She Find out somebody else Is knocking Yeah hitting them walls You know what I'm saying (laughs) Getting in them guts Like it's it's tough Like it it can be a tough one You know what I'm saying And that's I don't know man Digging deep up in them things While you're at the Hobby Lobby (laughs) Busting (laughs) ass Yeah, while you at McDonald's flipping them burgers, your girl's getting her her patties. (laughs) Your girl's getting her cheeks clapped. I think, but now let's get serious. Let's get serious. We fucked up, man. Come on. Fucking childish. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, uh, man, if you go through a situation like that, man, as Slaughter says, I think the first thing is to not have expectations because when we do that, we tend to fuck up. Because then we disappoint ourselves It really wasn't that person It's, you know It was us Setting expectations You know what I'm saying So
1: Have you had your heart broken? Alone? Yeah, I mean Who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, some people haven't Some
0: people yeah. haven't Fell in love I mean, yeah What about you, bro?
1: Yeah That yeah. shit hurt Yeah, <laughs> yeah about, so, It hurt for uh, about uh, Two years I, I won't do that shit again Yeah <laughs>
0: so. So, uh, what uh what, what is the best solution? Because when you get in that dark place... So, real
1: talk. No, no, no. no, no I'm yeah, trying to sure. make it funny, but it's serious shit. Like, when you go through a... Because I was in a long-ass relationship, like seven years or some shit. So, after that, that was like, whoa, what the fuck? And I can definitely understand that sadness that comes with it. Because you're, like, used to that person. You're fucking... I don't know where you're not getting those good morning texts or those good night texts or seeing them. Mm-hmm. Like It's like somebody dies. It's mm-hmm. kind of equivalent to somebody dying. Yeah. Um, and then it. the whole weird area where they're like, Oh, we can still be friends. But then it's like, nah, hell no, nah. I'm not trying to fucking just be friends. Like, right. so then at that point you just cut them off completely, and then that's a weird, you know, mm-hmm. disconnect. You, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is going on it, right now?
0: It's one of those. But how how, how can one recover if they're, you're? Well, a- see, that's
1: different. Whenever a, a girl like that just leaves you, I mean, or you you guys just split up or whatever, that's something. But I I don't know that I've been cheated on
0: before. Okay
1: So that's different You know If mm-hmm. if somebody I, I, I wouldn't know how to take that Cause that probably hurts The fucking ego Like a motherfucker I've been cheating on before But I knew that She was a little hoe So You kind of Yeah You know yeah. what I'm saying Like she She had the breast control thing So off, off top mm. is, uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a,
0: that's a mm.
1: Red flag
0: Yeah She like it raw You know what I'm saying Like sheesh but, Jesus Christ. I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those situations that it's really tough to get out of and any kind of help that you can see because being in that dark place, you're just going to kind of put I yourself in a I think what most people
1: do after a breakup, they'll go to drinking and, and like doing drugs and trying to smash everything that they see. So, yeah. that's the, definitely
0: not the, the best route. Okay. Um, let's go that, ahead and uh, let's make our uh, next call and we're going to call the therapist Wes Warner. Uh, very solid dude, and uh, he can definitely give us more intake on what Heart to do. Heartbreaks, s- whenever yeah. your first heartbreak, babies. So let's uh, ring the line. Man. Dr. West is... Uh- booked yo mr west what's good man
3: everything everything's good
0: yeah nice nice man i see you staying busy man that's good
3: on top of the world baby we
0: nice do. nice man we, yeah we got av over here we got uh, marco how's you how's know? it going west
3: hey 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 what's up guys
0: all right we got a topic for you um i'm pretty sure you didn't have time to watch that video um
3: oh but i did you did I did. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. So let's talk about that because we're in that topic as well. Um, uh, Just to sum it up, you know, this uh, young rapper, upcoming rapper from Dallas, um, he killed his friend because they was shooting a music video and he shot him by accident, you know, the whole guns and stuff. So he shot him by accident and then on top of that, he found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. So he had a lot going on and he ended up just pulling the trigger. Now... With that, what is like the best? How do these young yeah.
1: people that have been heartbroken, how do they deal with it without just doing something like that?
3: Well, I, I would say the first thing that really needs to happen there at, at a holistic view nationally, globally. There's a stigma on mental health to begin with, and that's without even thinking about young men and how it's portrayed as a weakness when they're feeling sad Mm. or they're feeling down. And we kind of drill that into them that they got to be hard and you can't take a moment for yourself, you know. Uh, So first off, starting off at a disadvantage.
4: Mm. Because,
3: you know, when you grow up and now, you know, and and on the streets and that uh, needing to be hard and needing to show that, uh, tough exterior to everybody around you because it's a, it's it's kind of a defense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but still, at the same time, uh, that puts you at a weakened advantage when you do have these uh, moments in your life where you're feeling down, whether you whether it's your best friend or you lose your girl or you know uh, parents, grandparents, siblings, whatever. Uh, I I think that just it makes it very hard and you have to understand that there are people out there that care about you but unfortunately even it's not even young people, sometimes when we get older we forget that there are people that like us and that mm-hmm. love us and care for us and care about what's going to happen to us. And so I think working very hard as a community to remove some of that stigma and saying, Hey young man, if you need some help, it's out there talk to me talk to professional look I, I i got some therapists probably the only thing i did not agree with uh with mr 1090 there was uh you know it doesn't have to be a therapist while i i kind of agree with that i, I think there's a certain amount of confidentiality that comes with having a therapist because you know we're not going to put nothing out on facebook about you.
4: Uh-huh, <laughs> that's for and sure i
3: think, I think I think that sometimes, because then we get in a hard way with some of our friends, and if we told them certain things, now all of a sudden they start fighting with our path, mm. and know, <laughs> that can
1: become a messy situation too. You go to talk to one of your friends, and then now maybe something leaks out, and then that can add to the stress and the the, the drama and that. So, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Just, people will be messy
0: for sure, and, and
3: drama is real.
0: Yeah, I think yes, that's a big one right there. Weakness when it comes to, like, uh, you know, opening up about a situation like that, like, such as depression. Like be very like,
1: cautious on yeah. who you do open up to.
0: Yeah. Weakness is, I think, a big mm-hmm. one. Because it's, uh, yeah. like, we're, we're man. We're not. We're like, when we tell somebody we say we feel weak, we feel, like, vulnerable and shit. So, it's, like, it's one of those where I feel like we need to make it a little bit more normal to just open up to your friend, family member, or somebody. Because it can definitely change, you know, turn things around.
1: One perspective
0: -hmm. perspective I've heard a lot, Wes, is that a lot of these younger,
1: like, rappers and stuff have been doing things like this um, because they they don't have a good grasp on their emotions. And a lot of it, uh, some people have been saying, is due to the fact that they are raised by single mothers um, and they don't have a strong father figure around. Uh, What do you think about that?
3: Ooh. I don't know. I know a lot of single moms that are uh, A-plus, top-notch, and they are there for their kids 100%. And I, I think a good, strong uh, single mother or father, I mean, I was a single father for a while, so, you know, uh, single parents, they, uh, they struggle with being on both sides of that fence and doing their best for their kids. And um, I, I think there's a lot of single moms out there that can do it and have done it. And do amazing with it um, mm. I, I don't think I think when we try to blame the mother, I think I think uh, I think we're kind of uh, we're pointed in the wrong direction there and
1: not necessarily a blame, I think what a lot of people are saying like um, which I don't know if there's a correlation, but like how women are emotional, so that basically if it's a guy that's around nothing but emotional. Uh, girls, and that's why we're doing emotional stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like
3: oh, oh, I well, I, I I see that angle too. But no, I think that would be an advantage for a young man if he had more uh women around him that learn how to uh, address that emotion mm. earlier on, yeah. and are more able to because with with women they're used to dealing with emotions and de- you know used mm. to feeling them. Hmm. Then I think that would be almost an advantage because there isn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about our own gender here, but you know, you don't have you don't have some dad walking the room and saying, What you doing over there, boy? Oh, quit crying.
0: Come on. Uh, that's that's true. That's true. Because if you yeah. think about it, who are you more open with, AV, with your mom or with your dad? With my mom. Yeah. And I'm more open with like
3: females. females.
0: Yeah. Like I'll talk to my sister or, you know, like, like it's kind of like it kind of clicked. I was like, Uh huh. That's interesting. That's an interesting one. Um, There was also uh, this, uh, on a video we watched, there was also this uh, couple, there was this football player that was dating this beautiful chick, and she was a solid 10. I'm telling you, like a solid 10. They broke up, and like a week later, she committed suicide. And a lot has, they say a lot has to do with that relationship. So is it really a thing that, you know, love can cause that kind of like... Thoughts and, and
1: love doesn't kill. Uh, what you do for love kills. No. <laughs> Ooh,
3: that's, a, that's an interesting take it, on it. it um, yeah. I think, you know, I think when we get, you know, love is, is interesting and relationships are interesting and we'll get, uh, when we devote ourselves to one person and then that relationship comes to an end, whether it's girlfriends or wives or whatever and and, and sometimes you can not understand how your how your friend can be struggling so hard, and it's like, man, you were on date for four months, man. What what is going on? Yeah, but if you if your friend felt that that she was the one or he was the one, well, that 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 might be tough to take. Mm. And in those times, we need to be. That's the time when, yeah, sure, you're going to tell your friend some stuff like, hey, man, I'm going through a hard time, man, breaking up with. With, with her just really, really, really got to me. Or if it's your, you know, uh, friend of yours, it's a girl, you know, man, you know, when I broke up with him, you know, that was really, okay, well, hey, there's some resources out there for you. You know, there's the crisis hotline. We all, they got a big song about that. I can't think of it at the top of my head. Um, But, uh, you know, maybe you put it in the video. Yeah, for uh, sure. But, but, you know, I mean, when I'm thinking about crisis, I'm like, Hey, go to psychology today. Find yourself somebody you click with, not just some person on a hotline. and Find somebody real in your neighborhood that you can talk with, that you can sync with. Um, if it's a real big crisis, you can always pop on into your local a- ER, man. Mm-hmm. They've got plenty of people there from, you know, Saints, Integrity, Mercy. They're, uh, they're more than willing to sit down face-to-face and talk with you during those times where you're having a crisis. Anything is better mm-hmm. than going out and harming yourself. And when you see your friend in crisis, you pull the stops out to save their life. You know, yeah. And, and if you're at a, at a, at a distance, it, it's no harm, no foul. You, you call the you know you call the local you know whether it's the, the county or the city, and you call their non-emergency or nine one one. You know, if it's far enough away, you can't call nine one one. If you get a hold of them and you say, hey, here's what's going on. I'm worried about my friend. It's going to take me three hours to get there. Can you go do a welfare check for me, please? Mm. And uh, then they'll go out and knock on the door and see if they're okay. If they're in crisis, then they can help assist that person in getting, getting some help. I mean, it's, it's, What are you going to do for your friend in that time of need? Mm. They are reaching out, and you got the call, and they're in crisis. They want to talk to somebody. They, they want to know life is going to be okay. And they've got to process through some pretty heavy grief at this time, whether it's the loss of a loved one uh, through death or breakup.
0: Mm, interesting. That's a definitely uh, something to consider. Would you
1: say people go through similar emotions with those two, like death and, and like losing somebody that you've been around for, like let's say, 10 years or something?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In fact, I almost uh, kind of feel – that a, a relationship, that relationship grief, grief over losing that relationship mm-hmm. is somewhat more difficult because the person is still around.
1: Mm, and and they just no don't want to fuck with you. That's, that's tough. Right. Yeah. So you
3: still want to get back with them. You still want to talk to them. You you want to try to find it, figure out why, and maybe there's something else. Maybe mm. I can do something better the yeah. next time around, but the person Makes is still sense. there. And it's, it's when they're, when they're gone, different.
1: they're
0: gone. Yeah, when they're gone, it's like okay, I gotta li- live with the fact that they're not here anymore, and I can't do anything about it for them to, you know, come back. So I gotta move on. But with it being like in a relationship kind of situation where you think you have a shot to make it work, and you mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. You're, you just spend you just waste your time just running in circles and not getting anywhere because they, maybe that other person's done with it, and you're over here, you know. Still fucking up your head. Fantasies. Fan, yeah, fantasizing about right. shit that's not going to really happen anymore because you fucked up or, you, yeah. Know. Yeah, it's you know. It's interesting. If, that, that, well, what,
3: if, what if you travel in the same circles in a way, and so you, you go out with your friends, and then, you know, there they are on the other side of the room. Mm. And so now you were working through your grief. You were almost over her or him. Uh. Now all of a sudden, boom, there they are on the other side of the room. Pow! And she's
0: probably dancing with another guy. And then you're over here like, God damn, that should have been me. And then next Mm -hmm. thing you know, you're doing stupid shit.
1: Shaking it to that bad bunny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's... uh, Oh, man.
1: So, Wes, uh, for like a lot of these young rappers and stuff, they... um, I would say a lot of it has to do with drug abuse and then on top of that, the mental mental health. Um, How can... One deal with that. Like, let's say somebody has a friend and they know that they're, you know, abusing pills or something. And how can how can you help somebody that you know is just on drugs, basically?
3: Mm-hmm. And they those got are, mental those, those mental are, health. Those are inter, those are interventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and substance use. I'm gonna be honest with you. Substance use is not my. uh is not my forte, so I'll leave that up to the uh, my colleagues that do the substance use. But you want to find somebody who does and maybe talk to them from that's your perspective a, and say, yeah. okay, well, what can we do? How do we, what kind of information is out there? That, um, yeah,
0: that's a tough the, one.
3: Uh, yeah, because there's, it, I feel there like there a lot of good rehabs in mm-hmm. the area, but I, how do you get them to go? Because they have to want it's like exactly, exactly. You know, that's so what like I was going to get smoking. to. You're not going to quit smoking unless you want to. Yeah. you're not going to put down the pills or or the uh, or, or the alcohol, unless you want to, and you got to want it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, what happened... Self-medicating, mm-hmm.
3: you know, you, you need therapy, you need professionals involved in the midst of all that because there's probably something else going on underlying. There's probably PTSD or, or something else or, or a more serious disorder going on for the reasons why you're getting into that, and we need to help resolve those issues and give you some tools that do not have anything to do with uh, misuse of substances.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those where I feel like you can do so much as a friend um, because we can take the perfect example with uh, Juice World. You know, Juice World had a serious pill addiction, and his photographer slash videographer was the one that was trying to help him get out of it. So he was telling him like, "Man, we need to get you some help, reduce the pills." And and in 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 the photographer's eyes, Juice World has said, "Yes, I'm gonna you know reduce the pills, take less." And and the photographer is thinking like, "Hmm, maybe it's true," but in the deep down, he thought something was weird the way he was acting because he was on the pills all the time so when it comes to when he went to his flight in Chicago and he went on his private jet he knew he was gonna get caught with the pills but he didn't give a fuck the thing is he was already too hooked up on those pills to the point where he just just you know faded on the floor and just died in that moment so he kind of talks about Mm -hmm. that and the way he narrates it he was like I just couldn't do anything I tried to do my best and I for me seeing him there in the floor just you know spitting and like with you know like in the verge of dying and I can't do shit about it. It's one of those where it's like, damn, he like really didn't want to help himself. So there's not much I could have done because you have to start with yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a tough one. Yeah, that's, true. that's really a tough one. So that's
1: with true. that Wiz, how, if, if I guess, I don't know if this is a touchy so, uh, question, but if for example, somebody is on drugs, do, can they still get therapy or do they got to deal with the drug addiction first?
3: Uh, If 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 it's me, I think think you deal somewhat with both at the same time, but the addiction takes the precedent. Because until we deal with that addiction and get a clear-headed individual, it's very hard to figure out exactly what's going on. Yeah, because those drugs are just... Because you're not thinking as clearly when you're under the influence Mm. of of a Mm -hmm. a substance. So we really have to deal with that addiction first, Uh, many times... When, when we're processing with those individuals, it is kind of a concurrent kind of thing but you really have to be uh, on the path to sobriety before we can really dig in and, and handle the other. We wow. have to build you strong as, as you are sober and clean because if we, if we start peeling the onion back and there are years of trauma and abuse under there and the addiction hasn't been dealt with appropriately, your life will slip deeper into your addiction and overdose becomes a real, real concern.
1: Mm. Great information, man. Great
0: information, man. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to hop on this call, man. If uh, people want to get some kind of, you know, your services and would like to speak out, reach out to you if they're going through something, where can they find you, Wes?
3: Oh, they could find me dot uh, westwarnerlpc.com uh, 405 316 And of course, uh, I'm on Instagram and I, I got my podcast out there. Uh, yes, YouTube I'll link all of that. And, um, yeah, of course you can roll that all down into the notes and people can find me there. Probably the best way to do
0: it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely link all that information down there. Wes, thank you very much for the Always opportunity. A pleasure man. Yes. We'll keep in touch, hey, brother.
3: Hey, Darwin. Hey, y- y'all rock, man. Thanks for the uh, opportunity. And remember, take care of your friends. Sometimes they really, really, really need you, man.
0: Thank you, man. we Will do, man. You take it easy, Wes. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Bye. Man. Boom. Another one, man.
1: Um, killing them with the phone yeah, calls. Yeah, man.
0: We killing it with these phone calls, man. Um, great advice, man. Highly recommend if you need some help, reach out to Wes. He's one of the go-to guys for mental health and... Even and that's if,
1: huge what he said. Take care of the drug addiction first and then get, you know, because if, if you're all faded and shit, you can't really get no help. So, the, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, true. it's true. And, and that's what sucks
1: about all these rappers and stuff. A lot of times people are like, oh, they need they need to get mental help and stuff. It's like we need to get them off these fucking drugs first before we can even yeah. get them mental health. Because right now they're delusional and shit. You know,
0: what do you think? It's. Is it just hard to leave the streets? Is it hard to leave all this? Because, I mean, the reason why, and I don't, you know, I'm speaking just, to, you know, based off of what I see and, you know, can kind of sense in a way. As these rappers are, you know, they do drugs to kind of, like, calm themselves, you know, down. That way they're not looking all paranoid all the time. Because, you know, they got people for, on their head and, like, for example, the like streets, the For example,
1: like, he was, what, 19? His brother got killed when he was really young. So he he's a little kid and he's already seen like damn my brother got killed. It's so trauma. I, yeah, after his brother gets killed, he was he basically went on some like crashing out shit. So he got in the streets just out of rage, basically. You're just mad that there he was mad and then he started getting shot and living that life. So now you're stuck and you're basically living that life and then they become rappers. Like for him, I think he was only a rapper for like eight months. So he all this money and all this shit is like new but he still had they still haven't dealt with their past traumas so all this money all of a sudden doesn't mean anything they can go mm-hmm. buy a chain and get that like instant Quick. gratification yeah. but at the end of the day your brother still got killed and your you know your fucking girl still fucking some other mm-hmm. food,
0: like I don't all know all the
1: money in the world doesn't you can't like, fix I that with money, yeah. you know what I'm saying?
0: Ah, man, it's tough. It's really tough. It's It, it goes back to that, like... Life. So a
1: pill is way easier to just... And mm-hmm. then you forget about everything, you numb it out, go to sleep, whatever the fuck, and then... That
0: shit gives me anxiety. Just thinking about that because I had a little taste just seeing my uncle go through that lifestyle of just, you know, looking over his head and, you know, looking over his shoulder and, and just being in the streets and like not being able to sleep so you have to take these pills and shit, so... I was like I don't know how people can do it and it's like once you get into that street life you can't get out you know what I'm saying so it's like these youngsters these people that are pretending in their music videos and their songs and shit come on man like it, um, it's why are we making this shit cool one good thing that 1090J said on that video
1: um uh, mm-hmm. is if you have if you don't have to get in the streets like just stay away period cuz that's what's happening with a lot of this music stuff like you have kids that don't have to be in the streets. They could go mm-hmm. get a career. They could go do something. Go to fucking Voltech, mm-hmm. but they're listening to NBA young boy, so they'd rather go start a gang and and music influences, you know. A lot. So I think that's that's huge. It's, it's just like um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting mm-hmm. different results. So I think that's what's happening. It's like people are just caught in that chain of that's what they call it the trap cuz mm-hmm. people get trapped
0: definitely uh, uh, uh ongoing situation that i feel like it's never going to get to an end because
1: i think the way we start to tackle it is with that is is dealing with drug addiction and mental health so that's really the where where late, you know that's where the mm-hmm. solution is at there's really no other, and until we can't stay off the fucking drugs then...
0: yeah uh, let's get our last call of the day. Um, and then we're going to call our good fella, good guy. Shout out to everybody supporting. He's been one of our good supporters, Ricardo. Uh, I got a little topic for him and for you guys as well. And uh, go from there, man. I'm loving it. Remember, Halfcore Podcast, Instagram, Halfcore Podcast on all platforms. Tap in. We're everywhere, man. This is the revamp. The motherfucking revamp. They let these phones ring, ring. Hello? Ricardo, what's good, brother?
5: Hey, what it do?
0: Yeah, we in the half court, you know what I'm saying? Got AV, got Marco in the building. What up, dog?
5: Hey, what is up, gentlemen?
0: Well, man, yeah, we're going to get it popping real quick. I got a little scenario for you because I know you got kids and stuff. So there's this, uh, uh, it came out in the news today, and it was pretty interesting to me. There is this lady that's, She snacked in her daughter's school. She went, you know, hoodie, mask on, you know, it's a requirement, right? So she spent the whole day, and she's documenting this thing. I think it was the interesting, most interesting thing, right? She went all the way until the end until one of the teachers was like, wait, can you stay at the end of the class? When everybody left, she was like, come over here. I know this is not you. And she took off her mask and said, yeah, it's not me. I'm so-and-so's daughter. Uh, I was just trying to prove a point. The point she was trying to prove is, the security system in schools, you know, she was trying to like, say like anybody can sneak in and do whatever. And this is how like school shootings happens and stuff like that. Right. So she got punished. She got punished. So she got, um, uh, the, she got taken to the principal. Like she was a fucking kid, you know, and then they took her and they pressed, they're pressing charges. Now, my question is as a principal, would you press charges as well?
5: As a principal to press charges on I didn't really hear you what you had said, like a pool and something about being naked? <laughs>
3: well you got a lot going on over
0: there, brother. It's a lot of background no, noise.
5: No, no, it, just, it cut off midway and I didn't understand what she had gotten in trouble for. Okay. Alright, let me let me Let's start.
0: Get out. Him the
1: fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when
5: I am oh, just fucking with shit. you, bro. <laughs>
0: I had to try it, bro. I, got, I just put some sound effects, bro. It's not, I just had to try it, bro. Come on. But um,
5: hey, next time I wanna, If I get this right, I will not want to accuse mom.
0: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's just a lot of noise going on. But um, let me start all over from the get-go, all right? So there's this uh, mom. She snacked in her daughter's school, right? She went with the hoodie, mask on, and she went a full day. She's documenting this whole thing, right? So she's in the class. She went a whole day until the end of school, the teacher, one of the teachers was like, uh, Emily, can you stay after class? And she was like, Sure, you're not Emily. And she was like, Oh, you're right. So she took off her mask and she said, Well the reason why I did this is to prove a point. I wanted to prove that schools are not secure and your security system needs to improve. So what they did is they took her to the principal's office and they called the cops and all that jazz and they pressed charges. Now my question to you Ricardo is if you're the principal. Do you press charges or do you consider her her whole point? She basically did an experiment to prove the schools aren't safe. Yeah.
5: yeah, I hear you, man. That's kind of difficult because I, I would understand where the principal is coming from because you're not. I mean, as a parent, you automatically have a right to go to your kid's school and spend a day with them if you wanted to. But to be walking around sneaky like that, that's, that you're already going in with some bad intentions.
0: But I mean, is it a bad intentions, though? If She's trying to prove a point, though.
5: There's other ways she could have gone about it, though. Like, I get where she's well, coming well, from, too. Like, well, if it's easy for her to do that, then it's easy for anybody to do that. Well,
0: think about it this way, right? There's this scenario where she just goes to the school and be like, hey, you got to prove your security, like, system. Yeah, you, gotta, you guys got to get better at that. They'll listen to it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But the way she did it is kind of more, it's going to create point. It's going to create headlines, which makes the school really consider her, her case. Like, oh, we, damn, she's right. Now we're making headlines because it's all over the news. And she went viral with this shit
5: yeah yeah i mean you know what i you too. but as a principal i mean yeah yeah it's it's kind of like a catch 22 you know she it's not right but i mean i'm not gonna say that it's not right it's right but there's other ways to go about it and as a principal you're probably you know maybe she's they're trying to make it like uh, they're trying to they're gonna make her the example you know you can't be doing this and that'll teach other people yes but i guess there's really no right or wrong to it you know mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd be kind of weirded out if my kid was going to the school and somebody was just trying to run an experiment like that because you better not be running no experiments around my kid. You know what well, I mean? Well,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's one of those where like, it, it, thank God it was an experiment, but it could have been like uh, a, a bully case where you know a, a school shooter or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It can it could turn worse because there's no security, there's nobody trained. What's uh,
1: what, what school did? Uh, what middle school did you go to, Ricardo?
0: Bro. Don't laugh at me, guys. I know it's, the heat's
5: coming, but I went to middle school and high school at Dove Science Academy, so I didn't go to any public school. Oh, so I would so have you, ended up going to Roosevelt and then to uh, to Capitol Hill, where I would have ended up at.
1: Okay, well, yeah, that's where I went, uh, Roosevelt. And Roosevelt, so, what is that? Is that like a private school? Oh no, Roosevelt's fucking. They, they used to call it Roach no no, <laughs> no,
0: no, the public school. Oh, the, Dove. That's a public, no, a, no, private? It's a private. School. Private. It's a charter, so it's a. Uh,
5: it operates like a private, but it's not really private. They do lotteries for kids to go in there. But when I went there, they were
0: really accepting anybody. Okay. Well, I don't see why people can school you so, for that. So it that could, was that,
1: that was more of a, that's like me. I went to Pathway, so yeah. it was like a, um, in the, in the, in the, the thing. The thing is, man, schools just ain't safe. Period. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. that's my point. Like, whenever I went to schools, whenever I started seeing all the bad shit, like. Mm-hmm. So is there
5: yeah, a way? That, that was, the, I was very much in a bubble, so we didn't have many fights or anything like that there was no drama like that so I was very much kept in a bubble which is a good and a bad thing you know because you know you experience things at different times and whatnot but to get back to what you were saying it's rough for schools dude Mm -hmm. like nobody I mean I don't know uh, teachers don't get paid enough they don't got enough resources so they're almost doing what they can and some parents see school as a daycare when it's really not you know some kids need school because like when the schools are closed some kids
0: didn't have anything to eat, mm. you know. So, mm. that's a good, that's a valid point right there. Now, if Ricardo was the president today, what would be a solution when it comes to making schools better? Because you're right, you know. AV, Av mentioned that he saw all the bad shit in school, and it's true. Because I did see all the bad shit. I saw the people smoking weed and cigarettes and all this fucking crazy shit, and it was like, whoa, like,
5: yeah.
0: that so was like a little prison. I would
5: definitely- <laughs> I would definitely say schools need more resources. Teachers need to get paid more. They need to, they need to get paid like athletes, you know, because mm-hmm. there are some important people, man, a, a teacher will make or break a student, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. That's You get true. a
5: counselor that'll say you can't do it and, well, you'll, you you will repeat that for the rest of your life unless you take that energy and use it against, you know, against them and just say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to show you, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of great things that uh, inspired me to do good things and then there's a lot that don't, you know, it's ultimately against the kid, but, it's the environment that they're in, so I definitely would pay teachers more. Um, support schools, whether it's with sports or clubs, because all that shit matters. Keep those kids busy. Mm. Um, so that'd be one thing I'd do again.
0: Yeah. Well, for Rica. Nice, nice. That is, that is an uh, definitely an interesting one because they are underpaid and there's not a system. I, it's just so weird. Like, I guess I would have to be in the office to see like why is this system so fucked up when it comes to like not paying teachers more. You know what I'm saying? Not uh, investing more in the public education. But shit, I, I would love to get somebody that's very...
5: Maybe it's the system, bro. Because from what I understand, schools get paid by the property taxes that are in that area. So let's say my capital here, I was born and You got houses that aren't that expensive, you know? So mm-hmm. their property taxes are that high. They don't collect that much funding for the schools in that area. But you go to like Nichols Hills where those houses are like mansions. Deer Creek, mm. where those houses are more expensive, those schools get more funding. You know,
1: mm. that makes sense. So it's,
5: yeah. it's kind of like uh, the voting, you know,
1: where mm-hmm.
5: you gerrymandering so the certain people can map out where the reds and the blues are going to win. Those those lines are drawn out. You know.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's a, it's a definitely an interesting one. And man, how are you going to deal with it
1: with your kids, bro? Are you going to put them in private school, homeschool them, or what? What are you doing to protect them from all these fucking weirdos out here?
5: That's a good question, bro, because I have a family member whose kids just got into a charter school at Dove specifically. I was Mm. like, I didn't know how to tell her how how I felt about it because Dove is cool academically, but you miss out on the sports and clubs and all that stuff. So Mm. I don't know, dude. I would love for my kids to go to a public school so they can know how it is, you know? Kind of roughing them up and shit. But it's all about the parents, too, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a big part.
5: Yeah, my little girls right here too. So my bad. I'm yeah, hey, sure they know. got a lot
0: going on over there, man. Um, <laughs>
4: one more,
0: one more thing, bro. Uh, there's uh there was a post on Facebook actually uh, that uh, Eric Delora said he shared, and it's like uh, a lot of restaurants now are getting hit with a lack of uh, not having staff, mm-hmm. and they're getting hit hard with that. Uh, what do you think is the case of a situation like that where nobody wants to go to work anymore? Oh, because of the COVID stuff? Lack of jobs, yeah. Lack of, like, understaffed. Like, a lot of restaurants are, like, closed. Like, that was a local restaurant that had a closed. it closed. They posted, like, hey, we're not going to be open until further notice because we're short staff." Yeah. I think
5: that's multiple issues um, that led into that, you know? People just, unfortunately, aren't getting paid enough to make a living, doing those kind of jobs so i guess and i don't want to make anybody angry or anything like that but a lot of people got paid handsomely for unemployment Mm -hmm. and some of them might have been faced with the situation of hey if i go back to work i'm not going to be making this much money you know or i'll go find a cash job and you know get the this unemployment and the cash so so there's a lot of factors i i don't blame them but and then then again restaurants can't pay people too much money either because that cuts into their profit. So it's
0: mm-hmm. They're not very yeah, so restaurants are not very profitable unless you're like booming booming like really. Like you I have to, have the way to make did
5: sure you pay 2 3 bucks
0: an hour. Yeah, that's so they rather they rather get all that little unemployment check and Yeah, I mean, you, like said, especially the, the restaurants drop. if you think about it, bro, like do you think uh man, your kid got a lot going on there, bro?
5: Nah, I'm jumping on trampoline trying to keep her busy. <laughs> but look, this, uh, this leads into the teacher conversation too, bro. Yeah. Um, In, in schools, they got to teach that financial education, you know? You got to be able to tell people like, hey, maybe going into debt isn't the right way. Or if you are going to go in debt, be smarter about it, you know? Because the pe- generation this age that are all in debt, like like let's say us, you know? Mm-hmm. We can get co-signed from our parents, but if we're going to be that in the debt, who are our kids going to get co-signed from, you know?
0: So, man, when it comes to like that, you know, going back to the restaurant scene, do you guys think that? Do you guys think um, that they should pay the waitress, waiter, regular pay instead of having us, the consumer, pay for their sal- you know, their salary? Because that's what it really it really goes down to. Uh,
5: who knows, bro? That's a tough Have you one. heard of uh, ghost kitchens that are popping up down there on the West and East Coast? What are they? Ghost kitchen. So basically what it is, it's like a little shop that has licenses from like a Burger King, McDonald's, and they're allowed to make multiple foods from multiple places. So you just order something from the ghost kitchen. They don't necessarily have any tables or anything like that, but they're meant to service multiple foods in restaurants. It's kind of like the Airbnb for restaurants kind of thing. They have multiple foods. But nice. what I guess what I'm trying to get at is that, bro, everything is changing. Who knows, bro? There might just be a whole bunch of robots in there making the food and waiting tables for us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, bro. Shit. I appreciate the intake on that, man. Uh, we're gonna definitely uh, keep in touch to get you in in the podcast, bro. Because we definitely got to get you in. Let's
5: get nerdy, bro. I'm down. Yeah.
1: Go ahead and plug in the food, the the factory, right? Quick, yeah, right? yeah. Plug it in, bro.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do Coolball Factory. We try to raise the game in any way, faster to form, so promoting soccer and whatnot. Um, just follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We have a lot of free clinics going on. Oh, yeah, there's a partnership we got with the city. There's going to be 3v3 for kids uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th grade for free. They get free uniforms. They get a free coach. They get, might get free balls, free training. And that's quick, good to keep your kids busy over the summer, man. So,
1: pa, pa, que haga yeah, algo, pa' que hagan algo los uh, chavillos y no nomas estén pensando
0: pendejadas, ¿verdad? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just
5: that's, when you get bored, bro,
0: that's when you get in trouble. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, bro. Appreciate you for taking the time to hop on this call, man. We'll definitely keep in touch, man.
5: Anytime, man. You guys keep at it. I, uh, I stay tuned all the time. So you guys stay on your toes, bro. You guys have a blessed day.
0: Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, too. you man. there you have it ladies and gentlemen now i want to pass this question on to you guys because i feel like people that uh will watch this clip a specific clip i feel like they can give their intake on that if you're a waitress or a waiter do you guys think that you guys should get paid a regular hourly base or are you guys good with letting consumers pay for your salary Comment down below. Let me know what you think, because I think that's an interesting one, especially now the way the whole situation is with covid. You know, you got certain restaurants that have certain amount of capacity. So if you were a busy place and your capacity got limited, then your pay cut, you're going to take a pay cut because you depend on those tips. You know what I'm saying? So comment down below what you guys think. And um, uh, before we wrap this up, I got something to say, man. Um, After a long battle of the court case of my Mm. car, we finally fucking won. We won that motherfucker, man. Uh,
1: And you were represented by yourself.
0: And I was represented by myself. So to just uh, keep people up to speed in case you guys don't know, um, back in October, my little brother was on the search. He was on the lookout for a car and he fell in love with this crappy um, Chrysler 300. Don't buy Chrysler, please. Uh, He fell in love with this Chrysler 300. He had cash for it. We paid cash for it. There was a lot of red flags. My brother still wanted the car. We ended up getting this car from this raggedy-ass dealership. The car, within less than 24 hours, catches fire, and it totals. Like, the whole front totaled. We had to take these people to court because the dealership didn't want to respond. So our mistake was, one, we gave, the, we gave them cash, which we shouldn't have. Well, we should have just run up a check. So... This is just for you guys to avoid future mistakes and shit. So we all and, pulled
1: up with a whole bunch of cash?
0: Yeah, we did. You know, we got it out of the bank, out of the savings, and boom, pulled up with cash, which was not a good idea. On top of that it was, you know, we had, we took him to court, court was in December, and now we're in June, so it took us a good six months to fight this case back and forth, back and forth, and really looking into the situation, I had to represent myself, you know, I had to represent my brother, so I had to get as much knowledge as I can on the situation, because it wasn't looking too pretty for me. If I'm being 100, I think uh, it was one of those where it's like, based on the paperwork that we signed, I was like, fuck, man, all this hard work to get this money, and, and you know, and we just wanted a decent car, you know. He fell in love with that car. He liked it, and I was—he was trying to do the right thing and not yeah. be in
1: debt. So here's this money, right?
0: And then I'm over here like, bro, this is not it. But I don't want to be the fucking dickhead to tell you like, I—my gut just doesn't tell me. And then don't you see do it. Him all happy. And I see him all happy and excited. I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. And there was just a lot of red flags and it was just a small dealership that really didn't give us the proper customer service, the proper deal that we wanted. But when somebody falls in love, you can't let your emotions make the decision because then it's just it's lethal. It turns into a fucking, you know, uh, a mess because it really was a mess going back and forth. And he even had a lawyer. So his lawyer was against me. And luckily, we were able to win the case. And I I feel so happy because at the end of the day, it was like, man, this wasn't like our intentions weren't, weren't to do what what happened like to be honest was,
1: you, the, i think you guys should get even uh, i know a little it will, bit on top of it for the I, I, stress. I definitely
0: bro the stress was a lie, and i definitely wanted to sue him for more but it, i just didn't want to go through the hassle of hiring a lawyer because at that point I, I had to hire a lawyer if i wanted mm-hmm. to hire you know sue him for more more of the story is please do your research when you're out looking for a car please go watch
1: our episode with the car salesman i forgot I don't know what episode I, it's that one is, of those but, episodes
0: we'll link it down below as well but get your goddamn information and shout out to all the people giving people insights car future uh, not future but ex-car salesmen. there's a lot of people that are giving good insight on this but yeah do your goddamn inf- research because man some people you don't know what their intentions are and luckily we were able to win that case and i'm fucking happy people are out here just trying to get a lick yes but man i think that's it man what you guys I think what you was guys was think information yeah man straight down to the chase uh Appreciate you guys for all the support. We're going to keep coming with you guys with the heat. So stay on the lookout. We are out. Peace.
2: Peace, peace.